Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF. Mike Rayleigh here along with Brother Rufus. And we've got Pam Beck and Nelsa Cox. Uh, Miss Ann's uh, doing a little vacationing, a little resting. Uh, 919-860-9783. We're going to talk to Monica a little later during the, the half hour. And out at the State Farmer's Market, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Now, Sue from Fuquay Varina sent me a thing, a little note that says, uh, sending information about the Ocracoke Island fig cake, which we talked about last week because we mm-hmm. had a long conversation about figs. Uh, the cake uses lots of spices, and you can Google the recipe. There are several, but about they're about the same. And but I don't I don't know if she intended to send me an attachment like a recipe or something, but uh, or if this was this was uh, just all that she was going to send. But Sue, I, this is uh, I just got a little <laughs> information. You got dogs barking over there. That's great. What are the dogs barking for? I don't know. Maybe a fisherman. A fisherman. Mm-hmm. Okay. You chase a fisherman down to the pond. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so how did your uh, race? You, uh, I walked about four miles in the rain last Saturday. Mm-hmm. You uh, you actually ran ran, ran three miles a in the marathon. Rain. <laughs> no, I just did the five k. Okay, so you were at uh, Oak Island. Yeah, the Oak Island BAM series. So it was a lot of fun. Um, we we started in almost ankle deep water at the chute, but um, that's great. Yeah, sounds was, like a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was. Rufus, it, does that sound like a lot of fun to you? Not great. exactly. Pam, uh, how does that sound to you? I used to run five Ks. I think that's fantastic. Oh. Elsa. I just don't have the endurance anymore. I'm I'm proud of you, girlfriend. <laughs> Lots of fun. Yeah, I just uh, never. I've never enjoyed jogging that much, but I. I, I love to walk. Get out and walk, and when you when you live in the city, you can and you, you live in an, an area that has a lot of nice quiet streets, like I do. You you can walk around and look at uh, people's be nosy and look at people's yards and see what they're growing. And I've seen a, I haven't seen many prunus mume lately. I did. Uh, I have seen one in my neighborhood. Usually, they're probably been, smell it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, of course, it was pretty cold when I walked yesterday. I don't, yeah. You know, when it's real cold, you don't you don't smell the fragrances as, 
as much. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the Prunus Prunus Mume has some really interesting fragrances. It's, it's kind of it's not real overpowering. Right. Right. I have two that are flowering at my house, and I know I can't remember if it was last week or if it was when I was on. Uh, three or four weeks ago, but or I was just listening to someone else. But it seems like there was a conversation about Prunus Mumes and how um, sometimes they don't live as long. But yeah, I've lost two over the last 25 years, I guess. So I think that there's a, uh, a minor borer that gets into it when they're in the sun. Mine, um, however, are in more of a um, kind of a shady, but yet gets the good filtered winter Sun. Like That's that. beautiful, yeah. That's but um, yeah, Rufus so has mine, a, mine are like were planted in '96 and '97 as uh, uh, a memorial for Dr. Ralston, and they're still thriving. So the, the uh, bark just, reminds me sort of a peach tree. Does yeah. Well, you know, it's in that. And so it's, there you go. With the, the it's in that tree. realm. So, how long have you had them? Uh, the first one was planted in '96, and the second one in in '97. And they're, wow, that's they're a pretty good, big, beautiful, yeah. I bet flowering. they are. So, are they twenty feet tall, or it, it, uh, maybe a little taller than that? Twenty-five mm. by mm-hmm. probably twenty-five, thirty. I think feet Rufus, across. yours is about twenty-five it's feet. About tall. twenty-five feet. Yeah, tall. it's pretty tall. Have you had yours that long? Uh, it's about a twenty-year plant. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So never seen any sign of the seepage that you get the oozy. Well, uh, and your your stuff. place is a little like mine, where you're not just out in full sun. Yeah. So not having full sun is the key, even though it's a fruit tree, essentially. Well, that's, yeah, an ornamental, but, yeah, there are fruit-bearing ones, and it does bear some uh, not Yeah, really I wouldn't, edible, don't bite yeah. into those things. <laughs> you'll break your teeth, and it's very sour. Break your so, teeth. Yeah. yeah. So I, uh, I, I, I may try again at some point, but I'll have to pull something up. I'll have I, to find something to pull up, right. and that's, I know Mark Wethington at the, Arboretum said, says, yeah, do it. Yeah. You know, that's that's what you should do is that's right. you get uh, their plants that you've had a long time. Maybe you aren't sentimentally attached to them. And get get rid of it and Move find something in. new Absolutely. that you like. Are you, are you all for that, Rufus, or Absolutely. are you against it? I know I'm, you're I'm sentimental. Getting, I'm getting over it. I'm, I'm getting to the point where if it's just something that somebody threw up on me and demanded I plant and I don't like it, I'm going to take it out of there. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound like a good situation at all. You want to name any names? I do not want to name any names, although I have named a lot of plants around yeah. the place. Uh, the old adage of name the plants so you can remember your friends. Yeah, pass I have along some that plants. go back as far as when I worked with Sam Irvin 45, 50 years ago. <laughs> I was uh, be traveling somewhere, and I always had uh, instruments so in the back of my car so I could cut clippings if I needed it. So I've got some trees and shrubs that that date back that far. Did uh, did the senator think that was a little strange, or he, was he, he all for he it? He wasn't exactly a, a plant man. He said he used to hoe a garden when he was a boy, and he didn't particularly enjoy that. He had rather read the Constitution <laughs> than, than to plant plants. <laughs> Well, that's fine. He did it well. He did it very, very well. Yes, so. he did. We're real proud of Sam Irvin, and I'm very, extremely lucky to have been able to even be around him. I learned more sitting very... his feet than I did in the entire four years of law school. Yeah. Well, of course you did. You you were kind of, uh, I mean, that's the way law school's fine, but actually 
reading or working with another lawyer and learning the trade that way, uh, much as, as most of us learn this trade. Mm-hmm. You know, you're working with working with others and learning from the best if you're lucky. By the way, is there such a thing as a broadcast school? The Carolina, uh, and it's part of the journalism school now. There used to be a school of radio, TV, and motion pictures at Carolina, mm-hmm. uh, which was uh, well known. There, there have been schools. I think uh, Central Carolina Tech um, uh, Community College has had a really good one. Over the years, I've had friends teach there. So, but some you you can learn some things, but you either got it or you ain't. Correct. <laughs> well, I guess you've got. That's what it, I Mike. have found. No, I don't know that I have it. I've just, I, I've what I've got is survival. You're the instincts. ultimate pro. No, thank you. I appreciate that. I do try, but I need to read. You need to learn to slow down on that. I need to number. slow down and relax when I give that telephone number. <laughs> And I shall one day, 919-860-9783. Miss Pam, what is blooming in your garden right now? Have have your Edgeworthia started blooming yet? No, they're still tight. Um, The buds are still a little silver, uh, velvety feeling, you know, almost like uh, Pussy Willow feels before it opens up. And they're real tight. They're holding on. I do have witch hazel that's blooming. I have one of the old-fashioned ones that doesn't drop its leaves, so you have to get close to it to see it. Uh, Jasmine nudifolium, which is the winter flowering jasmines in flower, the uh, winter uh, fragrant honeysuckle is in flower. There's a Daphne. I thought of you, Rufus. Mm. Daphne finally opened. It finally did open. Has it got a scent to it? Oh, it's sweet. It is sweet. Mine just won't open up enough yet. Yeah, I forget about it, um, and I have to – it's still um, just peaking so that I have to get my nose down in there, but it's it's coming on, and um, as soon as it gets warm, I think Tuesday and Wednesday are supposed to be beautiful days and um, before we might get snow again. Um, So I think that a lot of these things are going to pop. Of course, there's camellias. Um, I've got snowdrops in the in the garden, which are some of the early flowering bulbs. Uh, they're precious. They're little white things, and I've got several different varieties of those that are coming up. Uh, some of the winter weeds are coming. Uh, notice some of the little chickweeds and stuff like that are really uh, pushing on ahead. But it's a great time of year. And I was going to ask Nilsa, I had never heard... Um, your theory that a little bit of shade might help the Prentiss Mumay, but it makes sense because they're understory trees. Mm-hmm. So that makes perfect sense. I had not thought of that. Yeah, and it, it, it just, you know, I guess it's just not there for the, the boars, the little lesser boar, lesser minor to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, get into it. Um, so, yeah, it, it works for me, and it, it and it certainly fills the garden and the neighborhood um, really cool. Now, the last one I had was a darker flowered variety. The Kobe. So pretty. I just love that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know what in the world happened. It, it may have gotten too much sun because I don't remember seeing it. I looked for boars, 
it's it's hard to to find that little lesser minor um it can yeah really, it must have been yeah. must have been some it, the other thing i mean it could have been ambrosia beetle because that that also yeah. is very very hard yeah. uh, pam i was going to add to some of your items um we have um or I have at my house some underway Mahonia. We also have some for sale, but Mahonias that are still flowering. Um, I have yes. hellebore. I love Mahonias. Oh, yeah. And uh, lots of different hellebores that are uh, flowering. Yeah. Uh, my, my pine knot strain hellebore at my house has seeded all over and gives me all kinds of different um, shades of, of colors. I have arums that are up, the little um, italic, um, uh, the little arum picked them. Mm-hmm. Um, Lord's the ladies. Yeah, and uh, little tete-a-tetes that are up, and um, we've got I've got some hyacinths that are actually nosing up over by our little side entrance, and um, so those those are a few things around our place that are that are flowering in addition to uh, some of the things you were mentioning. Pam. The uh, Cornelian cherry, uh, cherry dogwood, dogwood should be blooming before long, shouldn't it? Probably start poking its little flowers out in March. And the, that. Uh, uh, the evergreen barberry, which has beautiful flowers but can kill you <laughs> if you run into them, uh, it should be blooming not too long now. Uh, from now, we'll talk to Marty coming up here on WPTF. It's nine nineteen. You're listening to one of the longest running radio shows in the country, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Yeah. 922 and WPTF. Let's go to Marty right quick, and we'll go go see visit with Miss Monica at the State Farmers Market here in a minute. Hey, Marty. Hey, uh, the telephone number eight six zero nine WPTF WPTF. Remember yeah. that, Mike. <laughs> I do. Didn't isn't that what I say? <laughs> <laughs> I've surely I've you gotten that right. You gave the numbers, not the oh not yeah the yeah yeah way that I remember eight six zero WPTF. Yeah. Real quickly. Yep. Uh, I called back last summer about the uh, Vinca Major that had some type of fungus or something, and all the leaves had dropped off of it, and Nelson went out and looked. At right. I remember several people uh, calling about that. Actually, I think it was mine Phil is, Campbell. Is all coming, mine's all coming back, so that's good. Yeah, I've noticed uh, Noticed mine is, too. I don't know what that might have been, Nelson. Did you notice that? I did not. I heard the the radio show, and because Phil was looking over in her corner of the yard hers was doing the same thing yeah mine was too uh but oh yeah it was phil not nelson right yeah but i did actually hear the show that day and and that whole discussion uh and i looked at some of mine and it it was not having that same issue so uh i don't know why it seemed to have affected some people and then not others yeah because the vinca major still likes the the shadier area does it not Yes. Yeah. Well, mine's in the shade, and it, it is it's coming back. It's not not where it was when you know all the leaves fell off. And I, I think too, back. when that vinca, I mean, it has long um, inner nodes, if you will. It's not tight like the vinca minor. So I I just think that you know in the heat and 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 it being an older vine ground cover, I I just think that could right. Be yeah, the heat can do a lot of things. Yeah. And I have a, a quick question. Uh, I bought. A couple of weeks ago, when you all were talking about them, a couple of those Kramer Supreme mm-hmm. uh, camellias. Oh yeah! And I heard, I heard when the show started today, 
it's not a good time to plant. Y'all, y'all weren't talking about shrubs, were you? Well, it's it's only because Pam, it's it's kind of wet out there, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Is is just hold off a little bit as far as digging some holes right now. The ground is so wet that um, well, I've had them. I've had them for two nice... two weeks. I guess they'll be okay in the pots for a little bit longer. Oh yeah, oh Lord, yeah, you can oh, yeah. keep them there a year. Well, I might do that, Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't encourage me. That right. beats getting out there and breaking your back, doesn't run it. But absent the weather, it's a perfect time to plant them. That's yeah. what I thought, but yeah. I I didn't. Uh, I guess it's, you were just talking about the wet ground. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right, just folks, that's well, it. The wet you you will have some remember, remember. some blooms as big as as softballs if you. Yeah, if you I'll think. remember, Marty. W P T F. That's the number. Gotcha. Thank you, buddy. Bye bye. Miss Monica. Good morning. You all right? Good morning. Good morning. So <laughs> is it cold enough for you out at the farmer's market? It is a little chilly, but you know what? The sun is shining, so that's, that just makes everything all better. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's going to make Mike blue then because he loves the shade. The darkness. <laughs> not not the darkness. Way. Not the darkness. I like lots of lights in the house. I like a cherry, cherry warm house. But, um, you know, sitting, I, I know that I can, now if I had to work outside, I wouldn't like it at all. But uh, I don't mind it is what I'm saying. I don't mind the, the wet and the cold. So well, plenty of firewood. Another good weekend for it. Yes, that's been sort of a hot commodity um, this past week, and um, our vendors still have some available down there this morning. So come out. They have it by the load. If you need just a, a few pieces, you need a whole stack, they'll help you get just, just what you need. Um, there are some who may offer delivery if that's something that you need. You have to check with the individual vendors to see about that. And um, so you can definitely get fixed up with that. There's some kindling available as well. Um, you can buy that in little bundles and just be stocked up because you just never know with our weather being the roller coaster that it is when you're going to need it. Did you hear any thunder this week? Oh, I did. You did? I didn't hear any thunder. I had a lot, yeah. Well, you know what that means. I know. <laughs> That's what the saying is, right? <laughs> Well, we'll get some. We'll get a reprieve this week, and then maybe we'll go back. I think we'll we'll be kind of up and down from now on. Yeah. So, uh, it's um, it's been an interesting time. Of the, the farmers uh, are adjusting. They, they, it's really tough to get out into the fields, though, isn't it? It is. I think they're going to have a hard time getting started with their planting this year. Um, but hopefully, we'll have some nice sunny days and get those fields dried out, so they can get out there and get started. Um, they are, of course, you know, always working hard. Some of them start some of their, you know, their starter plants in the greenhouses, so they're working hard at doing that right now. Some have some greenhouse crops that they grow. We're actually seeing a few greenhouse tomatoes coming in, and, and those tunnel-grown strawberries are available, and I got some of those this week, and they were so good, just the best flavor. Mm, wow. What is available under the farmer's shed this morning? Well, we also have apples, um, still a great selection of those. Of course, sweet potatoes, um, several, several different varieties of sweet potato. There's turnip greens, kale, spinach, um, mustard greens, all those wonderful greens, collards, of course. We have turnips, and um, we've seen, of course, like I mentioned, the greenhouse-grown tomatoes and some lettuces coming in as well. So. You can just a big salad bar. You can just go in there and get all your fresh fruits and vegetables and um, 
cook up a big pot of um, vegetable soup. That would be delicious on these cold winter days. Mm-hmm. I've enjoyed some of that myself <clears throat> this week. And um, just be prepared. Right. Oh, we do have some cut flowers um, that have popped up, and they are beautiful. That's something, just a you know, bouquet of those to brighten up your home. Oh, wow, yeah. Gloomy days that we've been having. Like tulips. Yes. Yes, they have um, some beautiful bouquets down there this morning, so we're glad to see them out. Mm-hmm. And uh, cookies and cakes, pastries, breads, canned goods, just a great selection of those products coming in. The fresh salsa, um, if you've not tried that, um, you've got to do it. It's, it's yummy, delicious, and um, freshly made from um, fresh ingredients. And we also have local honey, so um it's always good to have that honey on hand to, to help get ready for these spring allergies that will be coming up here soon. Um, everybody's And it never goes bad. That's right. Um, and they have different um, types of honey, so you can hopefully get your favorite one. I got some Green County honey right now that I'm enjoying from mm-hmm. uh, a, a farmer there, a friend of Rufus's. Oh, the commission, yeah. Yeah, a commissioner in Green County. Uh, so, uh, hey, can you hold on a second so we can talk some more about the farmer's market? Sure. All right. 919-860-9783. That's 919-860-WPTF. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All righty, we're back at 934-919-860-9783. That's 919-860-WPTF. Mike Rayley here along with Rufus Edmonston and Nelsa Cox and Pam Beck. And Monica Wood is out at the State Farmers Market. Before I forget it, I wanted to wish my my really pretty sister-in-law, Ann Larson, Happy birthday. She's having a big birthday today, I uh, hope. Mm. And uh, it'll I'm sure it'll be an all-day deal. Up goes, that's thats the way your sister, sweet Melissa, likes it. All, and as a matter of fact, several days. Yeah. You know, day after day after day. Yeah. So happy birthday to Ann Larson, my sister-in-law. About 935. And Miss Monica, let's uh, pick up with anything else under the farmer's shed, or we'll move up to the old country store. Well, I think I um, needed to mention about we do have a few plants here, some beautiful camellias right now, and um, some house plants, some other container gardens, and a few violas and that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. there is a small selection of plants. If Great. you're looking something special, um, you can come out and find those. And, of course, if you go on up to the market shops, you can stop by 321 Coffee and, and grab a hot cup of coffee this morning. Um, and they have fresh ground coffee also that you can buy and take home with you. We have our market grill, um, of course, home of the famous Rufus dog. And I tell you, I tried something new um, that they're doing, the K-Dog, um, which is something new on their menu. And um, it's kind of like a steak and cheese, like a Philly steak and cheese um, with a little twist to it, but really good. I thought oh. they were delicious. And they got that shrimp dog thing going on, too. Yes. What, uh, describe and, that, Rufus. Oh, it's a shrimp that fits. It put it in there. It is so big that the, the head and the tail overlap the end of the bun, and it's, it's technically called a prawn. And you can, it is not a shrimp. It is a prawn. And you can 
You can put re- some real hot sauce on that. You, if you can want put to, anything right? in the world on it you want to. Yeah. But Ooh, I put a lot of good. tartar sauce. Sounds really good. Well, I must try that other. Uh, Wrong dog. K dog. K dog. <laughs> yep. And so try it out. And, um, you know, they're doing a great job. They're experimenting, trying to create a few other new menu items. So you never know what they may have as you drop in. Um, ask them if they got something new. Um, and check them out on Facebook. Um, they've got a lot of their um, details on there as far as a lot of their menu items. And um, so stop by and see these, those guys. Of course, we have our um, soaps with the all-natural soaps and lotions. We have fresh seafood um, you can buy in there. And um, you can also place orders ahead of time if you follow those guys on Facebook or on their website. They um, post every week what they have. <clears throat> and you can place an order um, and be able to just pick it up. They'll have it right ready for you. There's fresh meats and cheeses and, of course, those North Carolina wines, all kinds of cakes and pies and peanuts, barbecue sauces. Um, there's a favorite of mine, um, pimento cheese, that one of the vendors has in there um, there at Nancy Joe's. And there's a couple other vendors that do pimento cheese. But this one has just really caught my attention. It's a jalapeno pimento cheese, and Yum. it's delicious. Um, one of my favorites that I've been snacking on a lot lately. Is, is that a sandwich or what? No, just pimento cheese. You buy it in the container. Um, I like to go down and get a loaf of the fresh sourdough bread and then toast it. That's that's really good. Yeah. That sourdough bread is good anyway, especially when they add cinnamon to it and make it, it into is. cinnamon the bread. Cinnamon rolls are delicious. If you walk in there this morning, I bet you smell them because they've been baking yeah. away um, since early this morning. And they do cheese bread on Saturdays, which is one of my favorites as well. Um, Sweet Melissa makes a cheese bread that I don't know who originally had the recipe, but it has molasses involved in oh. the making, and uh, it takes a long time to make it, and everybody in, in the family likes it. That sounds if anybody can be her, I'll see if I can. I will certainly share it with you next Christmas. That's the only time she makes it. Yeah. So. Well, I don't know anybody can beat her pimento cheese. Oh yeah. Oh, don't even talk about it. Oh my goodness. I'm so addicted to that. See, I never liked pimento cheese as much until I started eating the homemade pimento cheese that she makes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this that I'm speaking of is very close to a homemade. You know. Um, so if you get a chance, stop by there and try it. Um, of course, if you're, it's kind of chilly, but if you're in the mood, we have um, ice cream and the fresh squeezed orange aid, and lemonade. Um, those are good on any day. Oh, so. it, uh, ice cream is great on any day. I don't like it down my back, but uh, <laughs> that probably would not be a good, good way to have it. <laughs> but otherwise, it's it's fabulous. Well, I've never had any ice cream down my back. <laughs> Even on the campaign trail? I don't even think of that. <laughs> Senator that, Irvin that never did that to weird. you when he was mad with you or something? <laughs> oh, my <Mercy>. goodness. <laughs> Ice cream down your back. Now, Melissa says, chunk of cheese bread, Pillsbury Bake Off recipe. So that's I guess that's where her mother originally got that from. I'll bring you some next Christmas. Oh, yeah, we'll have to try that. Yeah. And I mean, if she makes it before then, (laughs) if she makes it before then, I'll I'll bring that to you along with the recipe. That sounds delicious. Okay. The lady at at Rare Earth Peanut Products wants to know how in the world that two people can eat so much no sugar added jellies and jams. (laughs) Well, if you saw my wife. 
tiny little woman. Take yeah, and she can take that non-fat yogurt and mix it up with that no sugar added jellies and jams. And now my favorite though is the apple butter. It's called apple spread, and I like to eat that with cornbread. By the way, apple yellow cornmeal or yellow, white corn yellow cornmeal. Corn okay, yeah, that's... but that's not real cornbread as far as I'm concerned. Like my mama used to make. Uh-huh. And we used to eat cornbread and milk for supper sometimes. Ugh, my what grandfather the, did that. The poor Ugh. folks did. You dip it in milk? You put it in a milk glass. Put the yeah. cornbread in the milk. My, my grandfather and grass and would pour the put, milk on it. My grandfather would have cornbread and buttermilk, and that just like that just would tear me up. <laughs> I just it's like your school experience with. Uh, <laughs> now, what was that little food that you? Uh, Mayonnaise. Miss Clawson. Miss Clawson, yeah, yeah, warped you on the mayonnaise. She did. She did. That was, she She just weren't me. Buttermilk and cornbread. Ugh. Now, I don't go to the buttermilk, but I'm sure eating a lot of cornbread and, and milk in a, in a snuff glass. Snuff glass. Snuff snuff is washed out of it, I assume. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Dental sweet snuff. You save the glasses. I've got some glasses my grandma used to this day. So, Monica, what, what else? Uh, do, you, do you have anything else there in the market shops we haven't covered? <laughs> <laughs> well, I do want to mention um, Rainbow Metaforms has um, a somewhat new addition. They've been doing it for a while, but they're really expanding on it now. They have pre-prepared um, meals, um, some fresh, some frozen, that they are making at um, one of their other businesses, which is called Whiskey Pig Craft Butchery and Deli. Um, and what they're doing is they're taking pre-orders on those. They usually post on their Facebook page each week. Um, I believe it's usually on Saturday evening or Sunday that they post the dishes they're going to have available the following week. And um, then they will prepare those, and then they bring them out so you can pick them up here at the market the following weekend. And um, I think that's really become a hit. They're doing soups. They're doing pot pies, casseroles. Um, a lot of delicious dishes that you can get. Just pop in the oven, and they're they're ready to go in a few minutes. So and check that out. What's the name of that again, Monica? Okay, it's it's that Rainbow Meadow Farms in the market shops. Okay. But the website or the Facebook page to follow is Whiskey Pig Craft Butchery and Deli. Okay, that's an additional business that um, they're involved with with Rainbow Meadow, and um, they're doing a great job. Um, they have some. Um, keto-friendly meals, um, and just a lot of unique um, dishes I've, I've seen. So, Well, if they're cooking pigs and whiskey, that's kind of unique, <laughs> yeah. I tell you. <laughs> I know, that's kind of a unique name, isn't it? <laughs> I like the name. Yes. Um, just a, a couple things I'm looking at here. They have um, a keto buffalo chicken zucchini boat, um, keto chicken broccoli cauli- rice casseroles, and then they have all kinds of soups, beef and barley soup, Brunswick stew, tomato bisque, and um, pulled pork enchiladas. And um, everybody hungry yet? <laughs> of course, yeah. yeah. We're getting a meal today. Yeah, yeah we are. We're going to talk about that coming up. Uh, we're not going to eat hot dogs today, Ooh. I'm afraid. Uh, the farmer's market restaurant and the seafood restaurant – if, if we're going to talk food, they got the food. They do. Those homemade biscuits, if you've not been out and tried them, you've got to do so. Um, State Farmers Market Restaurant makes those from scratch and do a wonderful job. They bring out a big basket of biscuits and hush puppies, and they have the molasses, 
to go right along with it and just good homemade country cooking. Um, They have daily lunch specials, and they feature breakfast all day. And, of course, if you're not quite in the mood for the country cooking, you can zoom over to the seafood restaurant and get a good Calabash-style seafood. Come hungry because they're very generous with their portions. They are indeed. So um, market um, imports, super sod, super sod. I know really gearing up for the spring season, a lot of people wanting fescue uh, sod, and they'll later want the warm season grass sods, and they've got, uh, of course, organic matter, lots of lots of help for you and advice. They do. Great place to stop and support those guys. They have pine straw available as well. They offer delivery um, and check them out. And they do have the big yellow bags of their compost mix. Um, mm-hmm. Those are really a great thing if you're doing a raised bed or just trying to um, – Add some to your soil um, for getting ready for your planting this spring. They'll help you with exactly what you need. All right, Monica, wonderful talking to you as always, my friend. And you guys too. Everybody come see us. We're here seven days a week. All righty. 919-860-9783. Now, we, we're not going to eat hot dogs today, Rufus, because uh, Dave Parker, one of the owners of Amedio's, Famous restaurants, not only for NC State people, but uh, for everybody, uh, is is bringing uh, a tailgate special today: lasagna, salad, and tea. Yum. Yeah, right here in the he's studio. Br- he's bringing it to us. Wow, how nice! So we we look forward to that. Always look forward to medias. But hey, Jim is in uh, Fuquay. Jim, good morning. You're on WPTF. Thanks so much for your patience. Morning. Uh, a special thank you to Mrs. Raley for her soup recipe a couple of weeks ago. Have you tried uh, tried that? Worked out well, huh, Jim? Absolutely. Uh, the following week, I went out to the store and bought all the ingredients. My wife made a big pot of soup, and we had soup and biscuits uh, three or four days in a row. My uh, Melissa said that she had trouble finding the uh, better than bullion. Better than bullion, I think it is, at the store. So I don't know. We we must have really caused a stir. Well, the people, everybody's I buying it up. it up online, and uh, she, she bought some through um, Amazon, I guess it was, and then just had it shipped directly to the house. Oh, wow. That's great. Yeah. It works. It, it, it really makes it tasty. And the uh, it originally called for hamburger or uh, I guess you could put turkey burger in there or something, but... You don't even have to put the meat in there if you put the bouillon. Well, we uh, went ahead and put both the bouillon and the hamburger meat, and uh, that was a really good soup. Yeah, man. Certainly uh, is. I'm else. so glad you enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, I had another item here for you. Back, uh, you may remember back in October, I called in and was asking about peppermint oil to put in an automobile uh, to help keep the mice. Um, out of the engine. I, I do remember yeah. that. Okay. Well, there were uh, two other people that seemed to be interested in that. One of them's name was Caroline, and uh, some mice had chewed up the wires in her car. And another fellow by the name of Carl, who raced BMW, uh, was having difficulty with mice getting in his race cars. Yeah. And um, they... Uh, recommended using peppermint oil to try to uh, keep the mice out of your car because the mice don't like the smell of peppermint. 
Well, um, Carl uh, mentioned that uh, anybody should uh, take some peppermint oil and put in a spray bottle with some water and spray it around the engine compartment, and that way the mice will uh, uh, not want to go there because of the smell. Well, I, I tried that, and I noticed when you put uh, have a spray bottle with some water in it and you put peppermint oil in it, uh, the oil, just like any other oil on water, just goes to the sides of the bottle and sticks up to the wall of the sides of the bot, the inside of the bottle. So it doesn't, won't spray very well. Um, I have a sister up in Vermont who has the same problem with her cars up there, uh, even in a garage. And her car mechanic told her to do the same thing except put a few drops of uh, Dawn Blue detergent into that uh, spray bottle, and that helps emulsify the peppermint oil and does a much better job of uh, being able to spray that oil where you want it to go. Excellent idea. What a, yeah, what a great idea. Yeah. That, that certainly I've makes also, sense. I've got another sister in New England who has peppermint uh, herbs, I guess, growing all around her garage, and she doesn't seem to have that problem. So I wanted to ask uh, Nelsa if she sells those you got peppermint out at your place? We do. I imagine any we have now is dormant, but we will have some fresh herbs coming in very soon and uh, several different types of the mints, but peppermint is one of them. So, yes, we will have those. Okay, well, I'll probably be down to your store to buy the peppermint. And uh, Carl mentioned that you could buy that uh, peppermint oil at Walmart. Uh, I couldn't find any on the shelf when I went down there, but I did find some on the Internet. And it ended up being a little bit cheaper than uh, what you'd pay at Walmart. So um, that's another thought for it. Peppermint's a great thing. I know when Melissa was pregnant, she uh, would eat uh, the little peppermint uh, candy mm-hmm. occasionally. Uh, it it kind of helps with nausea. At least it uh, helped her. So. Well, I hope that uh, I hope that helps the folks have some uh, mouth problems in their car and uh, once again thank you to uh, Mrs. Raley for her soup recipe. Okay Jim, thank you very much my friend. Have a wonderful day. And you do the same. All right. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up here on WPTF. For 40 years it was the Tar Heel Gardener and since then the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. Brother Rufus wanted uh, wanted to hear some <laughs> Dolly Parton this morning, oh, that, that and you can't find any better Dolly Parton than what a Jolene. nice lady, yeah, and what a <laughs> wonderful song that is, based I think on a conversation she had with some some person who was having trouble with her husband, right? Yeah, so um, you don't want to get in a fuss with Dolly Parton? No, 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 no. I don't think it was a fuss. I think she was kind of um, a sympathetic ear. Was Dolly Parton on that? I think it was just somebody she knew who was having trouble. So she wrote about it. 
I may be wrong on that, but I think I think that's what I remember. 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Black cow, you can use it so many ways. It's uh, the mature manure, you know. You know, warm warmer planting season is just around the corner. It's on its way, and now is the time to get that garden ready. Maybe you ought to wait a few days because it's uh, kind of muddy out there. So let things dry out a little bit, and then you can start digging and preparing. Make sure you get your flower and vegetable gardens off to a great start this spring with black cow. Prepare new beds, new plant beds, one-and-a-half-inch layer of black cow will do it in, in the area and mix it in with the soil about six inches deep. Black cow is natural and organic, and it contains nutrients that are released slowly without burning tender roots. Pick up a bright yellow bag and get growing. For more details, check out the website at blackcow.com. That's spelled with a K, blackcow.com. All right. Uh, Miss Pam, you you still doing all right? You got your feet propped up? We haven't heard much from you. <laughs> well, I have been listening to you all talking about food, and I'm trying to figure out what in the world I'm going to be able to cook. <laughs> the show is over today. This is not Mike's day to cook? I'm be there. Well, no, he did breakfast, so I will... Uh, what did he fix for breakfast? He fixed me a, a nice fried egg and a piece of gluten-free toast, and it was, you know, it was just perfect. And, and oh, and coffee, of course. He makes coffee every morning, so you got to love this man. I think after all this time, I think I'll keep him. But uh, boy, I, I, sh- I would hope so, yeah, and an engineer besides. <laughs> he can do all kinds of stuff. He's a handy guy, isn't he? Yes. He knows a lot about plants, too, doesn't he? Yeah, does he know a lot about plants? He does. He is a a very quick study, and he loves plants as much as I do. Um, Any man who will sit through uh, uh, English gardening shows on television with me uh, to see Monty Don talking about gardens of the world, you know, you you got to love him. And he will go with me to garden centers. And I was going to mention a couple of events that are going on right now, too. Is um, One is the J.C. Ralston Winter Symposium is going on today. And for those of you who are listening and not attending that Zoom symposium, they are having an auction uh, of rare plants. So you might want to check out the J.C. Ralston Arboretum's website for that. And if you can't find them there, you might be able to find them at Nelson's instead. That's right. Um, also, the uh, you had mentioned the Pine Knot series of hellebores. Uh, Nelson Pine Knot Farms is open this weekend and the next three. Um, I think it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all the way up in, in southern Clarksville, Virginia. But um, if you want to go see Dick and Judith, I'm sorry, Dick Tyler, Judith has passed, um, and his wonderful garden and the things that they have to offer, they've got that sale going there, too. Now, this is a perfect time to buy, but we were talking about not planting. But I was going to ask you, Nelson, you, in your photo that you shared on the WPTF Weekend Gardener on the Facebook page, you've got some camellias we haven't talked about. That's right. I, we were thinking the same thing, exactly the same thing, Pam. So, uh, Nelson, describe those in, in about 30 seconds. Okay. So, uh, one is the, uh, the wonderful Professor Sargent. 
Looks um, like a and carnation. We, yeah, and then we have the my favorite, a very true red color, NC State Go Pack. This is Greensboro Red, my hometown. And then we have the Taylor's Pink Perfection. Yeah. And we'll discuss those more coming up sure. after the 10 o'clock news here on Dope. Gosh, we've already gone through two hours. Pam, Pam's gone through two hours with her feet propped up and being served <laughs> right. breakfast. All right, more of, the, more of the Weekend Gardener coming up.